Well, hey everyone, this is Pastor Dave Avery. And this is Lisa Avery. And we are here today to talk to you about a marriage checkup. That's right. Now, checkups are a very important part of life in every area of life, aren't they? Yes, they are. Yes, I mean, like automotive, dental, any type of area. Medical checkups are important uh, for prevention. You know, if you've got cancer or something, mm-hmm. how would you know there's a problem if you don't go in and get checked up? Exactly. And get, you know, get looked at. Um, dental, same same way, cleaning, mm-hmm. prevention, and of course, you know, bringing your car in for an oil change. That's right. <laughs> it's something I'm not a fan of. <laughs> no, but they do a safety check. Yeah, that's right. And identify anything else that might be wrong before you have a major issue. So on that note, why would it be so important for us as a married couple to do the same type of thing, that, to do checkups um, regularly? I think it's important. It's something that we've, you know, we've been married 30 years and um, it has been something that has really been beneficial to our marriage. We started doing it many, many years ago. You know, we just sat there and realized like, you know, that we weren't always on the same page. And so we had to do these marriage. We started, you know, just checking up where would you rate our marriage, you know, one to 10. And that's when, you know, we realized that it was important for our marriage. Right. You were talking just the other day about, it was many years ago, and you were so excited. You felt like things were going so well. Yes. Remember that? Yes, I do. I I remember I was just so excited and I was in our living room and I was walking by and I'm like, everything is so good. I, I thought, man, this is wonderful. Our marriage is great. Everything in life is great. And I said, honey, where would you rate our marriage? One to 10. And I said, I would give it an 8.5. And you, I'll never forget, you told me that you would rate it a five. And my heart just sank. I was devastated because I thought, what? How, a five? How did that happen? What happened? And we had great conversation and it really did a lot. It really did. And it wasn't, you know, at that moment, it wasn't like five was, oh, we're, we're on the brink of, of just total destruction. It just, there, there were things happening in that moment that in my mind said, well, we're, we're at a five. We're kind of just average right now. There's nothing in my mind that, that, that is w- really happening wonderfully. Mm-hmm. And so this tool, you know, a marriage checkup is important because it, A, identifies, hopefully prevents things yes. from becoming worse, but identifies any issues or areas that you might just sweep under the rug, not in a, a way mm-hmm. to, to ignore, mm-hmm. but it's not major. There's a lot of people that easily sweep things under the rug. They just kind of, they figure, okay, I don't want confrontation. I'm going to, you know, and then what ends up happening is there, you know, there's lost communication in their marriage and communication is the top reason for divorce. Right. All of the areas that are issues, finances, sex, um, children, children, anything, family like- issues, all those things are wrapped around the, the 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 baseline of how is your communication. If you're not communicating about those things, they become issues. And so what a marriage checkup does, it starts communication. Starts it identifi- communication. Yeah, identifies anything that 
that maybe isn't a major problem, but you don't want it to become a problem. Exactly. It's so easy to just like, just continue on with your life. People are busy. They're working. They're going to church. They're, some of them are working two, three jobs even, going to school, whatever it is. People are very busy with their children, so they don't a lot of times stop to say, okay, how are we? How are we doing? You take your marriage for granted. It becomes routine. Exactly. So there are tools online. You can purchase tools to take a marriage checkup that goes up really a lot deeper dives a lot deeper right. into things, but we like just a simple yes. you know, rate your marriage. If it's free, it's for me. Right, and <laughs> rate your marriage. And what that looks like simply, it could be take a napkin, mm -hmm. and I take a napkin, and we go, okay, go. From one to 10, rate our marriage right now. Now, we encourage couples, obviously, to have regular date nights. Yes. Whether it's you go out to eat, go out for coffee, you could go out to just grab dessert and coffee even. Um, if you go to a movie, now what happens in a movie is that you are, you're engrossed in the movie, there's not conversation. If there is, everyone around you is saying, be right. quiet. Yep. So that's not really an opportunity to perform you know, a marriage checkup. Go out for coffee afterward or go before because that this checkup, this simple tool will get you talking. It exactly. will get you communicating. It will identify any areas. Exactly. But date nights are absolutely vital. They sure are. You know, if you aren't dating one another, start. And there's so many free things you can do. You know, I know a lot of times that it, you know, when it comes to finances, that can be an issue, especially if you have a lot of children. But there are things that you can do. You can simply go to the beach and go for a walk or you can go to the park and have a little picnic. So there's different things you could do that are free that will allow you that time together to do your marriage checkup. Absolutely. So in this checkup, we want to encourage you to, you know, communicate about why you rated your marriage what you rated, even if you're both at eight and a half. Well, let's talk about the things that in your mind make it eight and eight and a half. So Communication should be, you know, a part of this right. checkup, regardless of if you're on the same page at that moment or you're on completely opposite ends of the spectrum. You still want to talk about it. And so I thought, let's talk about a few keys to great communication. Because it is such an issue in marriage that just rating your marriage on a napkin or verbally there has to be communication that, that comes from that. So what better book to go to than Proverbs? It's, I mean, Solomon has yes. so much wisdom. There's wisdom for life. There's wisdom uh, if, you're, if you're single as an individual um, in your marriage. I mean, there is so much wisdom in Proverbs. And so the first thing I would say is that you need to listen to what's being said. Now, guys are great at, at hearing. <laughs> we hear our wives talk, but doesn't necessarily mean that we're listening, does it? And it's vice versa, because sometimes women love to talk and we can talk over our spouses sure. and not fully listen to what they're telling us either. Sure. So sometimes you actually have an answer before your spouse has finished completing their statement or their mm. question. And, and so in the process of this um, marriage checkup, listen 
to what they're saying. And, and pro along those lines, Proverbs 18, 13 says, if one gives an answer before he hears, it's to his folly and his shame. Like, I need to, to shut up and listen to what you're actually saying. Before, if I'm formulating a response already, I'm not really listening. Right. And if I'm just hearing, then I'm truly not listening. I know you're talking, but I'm not tuning into what you're actually And a lot saying. of times, too, if we're formulating a response, it's because we can be on the defensive. Yeah. You know, and we have to be very careful of being defensive because the whole reason for doing this is so you can learn and grow with one another. And, and it, it, it's not meant to cause arguments or point the finger or, no, or anything like that. All. It's truly just meant for you learning more about your spouse and learning about okay, well, why are they at this place right now? What is it and what are they feeling? What are they experiencing? What am I not doing? And it's really meant to help, you know, me grow, you grow as individuals, and then us grow as a couple. Absolutely, so listen to what is being said. Then the second key would be think before you speak. True. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> our mouths sense. will run forward and, and our, our brains, in the back of your brain, it's like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. It came out wrong. Think before you speak. Several verses of Proverbs talk about that, and, and, and these are, are probably very familiar. Proverbs 15.1, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Uh, Proverbs 15.18, a hot-tempered man stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger quiets contention. And then even, I love Proverbs 12, 18. There's one whose rash words are like sword thrusts, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. You can actually damage and cut with your words. Yes. And That's so true. think about, about what you're going to say before you say it. Formulate in your mind a response, because if you just blurt out the first thing that comes to mind, it might come across as, as contentious, mm -hmm. as um, argumentative. And that defeats the whole purpose of, of what we're trying to accomplish. Exactly. And you know, and even when we can be joking around sometimes and say something thinking we're joking around with the other person, we have to be so careful because you can say something, but, but a lot of times that'll really show what's, what's really in your heart. Right. Yeah, sarcasm is something that should, should be eliminated in a, <laughs> a marriage relationship. <laughs> The third key that I would suggest would to be open and honest. Now, this doesn't mean, well, I'm, I'm being open, I'm being honest. No, yeah. use wisdom in, in what you're saying. You know, use, yeah, you can be truthful, but you can be truthful with love. You know, use, you know, be loving in, in what you're saying. Proverbs 12, 22, lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who act faithfully are his delight. Like the Lord hates lying. Yes. He absolutely hates it. And and honesty and truthfulness are that those are two other absolute necessary um, characteristics of a strong marriage. But again, in your in your conversation here as you you you're doing an evaluation, be open and honest. Yes. But you know, don't don't and, be contentious. And that's the thing is when things are hidden when you know, things are hidden in your marriage and you, you hold a lie or you're not willing to bring it out into the light, how can you expect healing anyway? So you have to be truthful and you have to be, you know, open and honest. Of course, at the same time, anything that we do, we always want to make sure we do it in love. So when you say it, just make sure that you say it in love. Right. And, and, don't, and don't 
take it contentiously. Don't receive it and feel like you have to respond. If, if your spouse is being open, I, I should be I should be pleased that you're being yes. open and honest with me. That's a good thing. Even if it's a little painful, even if, if you're being honest, you're saying some things that kind of hurt in a sense that, you know, because I, I haven't done something that, you know, I need to be doing a, on my end of, of our marriage. It's hard to be on the other end and, and not get defensive. Right. But the key is don't get defensive. Speak kindly to one another. That's the next point. Be kind in what you say. When you say something, always remember, like, how would you want to receive it? Yeah. How would you want to receive it? If you wouldn't want to receive it as a, you know, a, a dagger <laughs> and you would want to receive it kindly, then that's how you need to give it. You need to think of one another as more important than yourselves. Be Absolutely. kind to one another. So be kind in what you say. But the last one I would say is say kind things. Exactly. You know, in the words of, of the, the great philosopher Toby Mack, speak life. Yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Like speak life. Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Those who love it will eat its fruit. I mean, we talk about this a lot yes. with couples. Yes, There is do. power in your words. There is, Speak yes. life. So as you're going through the process uh, of evaluating and, and rating your marriage, speak words of life and encourage one another through yes. this. This is not a, an exercise to shut. Uh, this could shut couples down if they don't approach it properly. Exactly. So you don't say things like you don't always, you don't, you don't always do this for me. You don't do this for me. You ever. don't ever, you don't, you don't always ever, exactly. and ever those concrete descriptors are will shut somebody down quickly. Exactly. Instead, it's like you, you definitely say it in a, in a different way than, than you don't ever or why do you always don't use the words ev don't ever or don't always or don't use those kind of words, but instead speak life. Speak a life. Absolutely. So Hopefully these things will these things will help you in this tool. But the reality is this, Lise: if you go and take your car into the shop for a checkup, and the technician looks at your car, he doesn't oil change. He says, "Listen, your brakes are low, your brake pads are low," and you say, "Great, thanks," and head on your way. Something that would have cost you some some money to fix mm -hmm. is going to get a lot worse if you just ignore it and don't take any action. Those brakes are going to eat your rotors you're going to have a much more expensive repair. Exactly. Same thing in marriage. You know, now identify some issues, identify some areas and put together some some plans, some action to fix it. And there is nothing more valuable than your marriage. Nothing. Salvation is number 1 and your marriage is number 2. Well, let's pray for the couples yes. as we close. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for every couple who's listening to this, even those who are maybe dating or engaged. And Lord, we ask that you would just help them to, to take the time, invest the time in their relationships to evaluate, to do checkups on a regular basis yes. and, and to not be contentious as, as they're open and honest with one another, but in love, identify those things they need to work on and then move forward and, and fix them and bring solutions to that. And as they do those things, as they watch the words they speak, as they speak words that build up and edify one another. We know that you will strengthen their marriages, Lord. We know that the enemy will have, have no occasion, no foothold to be able to yes, get in, Lord. creep in, and create strife and division. Yes. We pray for every marriage in the name of Jesus. Yes, Amen. Lord. Amen. Well, God bless you guys. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day.